reason I am talking today, I want to have a conversation today. This is something that's been on my mind lately, thinking about purpose and outcomes and goals and those kind of things. Because when I was going through a rough one about, I don't know, going on 10 years ago now, one of the things that people kept saying to me is, you need a purpose. What's your purpose in life? And I'd be like, oh, well, my purpose has always been my children, bringing my children up. Yes, but now your children are gone and you need another purpose. And so I spent a long time trying to figure out what my purpose in life was. What is it? Am I a teacher? No. Am I, I don't know, um, should I be teaching people how to become financially free? Should I be teaching them, should I be a life coach? Should I be, like, what, what is my purpose in life? And it became this, it ended up where I was feeling completely inadequate because I couldn't find a purpose in life. Because what I realized as well is that what you're good at isn't necessarily what your purpose should be. And notice there's going to be a lot of shoulds in this, right? And I'm really good, for example, at organizing things. I'm really good at cleaning the house. Do I want to make that my purpose in life? Absolutely not. I am quite happy keeping my own stuff in order. I am not at all happy keeping everybody else's stuff in order. It drives me insane. So that was one of the things I struggled with because all these people who say, oh, you need a purpose. You really need a purpose in life. You've got to find your purpose and then you'll be happy. And looking back on it now, it's all those things, isn't it? It's all that keeping us feeling kind of inadequate. And I, I'm not saying that they mean to do that, but that is the end result. If you don't have a purpose, then you cannot possibly be happy. Now, have a think about this. How many people actually have a purpose? I honestly think you are the exception if you have a purpose than the rule. Now, I don't feel like I've got a single purpose in life, a single goal that I want to achieve, a single thing that I'm going to do and make it my life's meaning because that's the other thing mixed in with all this. There's a lot of meaning goes on in there. Your purpose is your meaning in life. And we're all searching for who we are. What do we mean? What's my life about? We're all searching for something. But there's a difference between having a purpose and being purposeful. So I don't have an overriding purpose in my, to my life. I don't. And I'm going to go into goals and outcomes as well in a little bit. So I don't have an overriding purpose. But I do everything purposefully because I want to get the washing up done. I want to get this podcast finished. I want to make sure whatever is all sorted out. I have lots of purposes and I don't even consider them goals. Like I have a bit of a thing about goals. I don't like goals. I personally find goals really restrictive and I've tried to do the whole what do you call it, five-year plan and bringing it down to a one-year plan, then a six-month plan and a three-month plan and then reverse engineer it so that you know each week what you got to do to achieve your goals. I don't think I lasted a week before that kind of went out the window and I've tried it several times. It does not work for me. What I need personally, and this all ties in, the whole goals thing and the purpose thing is kind of different flavors of the same thing. It is to me, right? This might 
not work for anybody else, but this is what works for me. I cannot do goals. I find them really, really restrictive. They leave me no freedom to do anything. For me, having a goal and reverse engineering all the steps, it's useful in one way because it gives me an idea, a great clarity about what needs to happen. And I enjoy having that clarity. I love reverse engineering for the fact that I know how I could do it. I don't think I've ever actually done it the way I've reverse engineered it because what works for me rather than have goals is have an outcome and an outcome in terms of an experience. If if I have a goal, I want to get, say I'm going to university, like my youngest daughter is at the moment, and we had this conversation last night, which is what's made me think of all this. Because she said, oh, what do you think my goal needs to be for this year? And I said, well, if I were you, I wouldn't put that pressure on myself. I wouldn't say, okay, this year I'm going to get straight A's. I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to get halfway through getting my pilot's license. I'm going to be able to swim 2Ks without stopping, whatever it is. I wouldn't do that. What I, how I do it when I get really, when I'm in my flow and things are really happening for me. It's because what I've done is I've created an experience that I want to have. So it might be that this year, the experience I want to have, I'm going to go with with what Keely said last night. She wants to be happy. She wants to be confident and she wants to be relaxed. And if she opens herself up every day, to that's the experience she wants to have that day. She goes into a lecture, that's the experience she wants to have. She goes into an exam, that's the experience she wants to have. She knows that she wants to do well in her exams. She knows that she wants to be physically fit. But you can go into it with a mindset of this is what it's got to look like and this is the only way I'm getting it right or go into it with a mindset of I'm going to enjoy myself here I'm going to feel confident about doing this. I'm going to be relaxed while I'm doing it. And I'm going to enjoy myself and feel happy with myself when I'm doing it. That's a whole different experience. And to me, take, for example, you get a picture of a tropical beach looking out over the ocean. For somebody, that might be the ultimate idea of a relaxing holiday. That's their dream. That's where they want to spend most of the time on the beach with their laptop, being a, what do you call it? A, I don't know, footloose entrepreneur, whatever. I can't even think of the word. But it could, to somebody else, remind them of family because those are the family holidays they had. So when you do, I've gone a bit all around the world here. So when you do a vision board, instead of putting on that vision board the things you want to have, You put on that vision board the experiences you want to have. So you get a picture and what emotion does that recall for you? What emotion does it elicit for you? Is it like that picture of a beach in in Bali, a tropical beach? Does it elicit family? Is that what family is all about? Because those are the family holidays that you took when you were a child. Is it something that you want to do? You want to spend six months of the year sitting with your laptop on a beach in Bali or and going uh, scuba diving when you want. I was going to say synchronized swimming. Go scuba diving when you want to, that kind of thing. 
it's the emotion that it elicits. And to me, when you set those kind of outcomes that are experience and emotion-based, you leave the universe free to bring up whatever it'll bring up to give you those emotions. And what comes up in your life is so much more expansive. There's so much more possibility in that than going, no, 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 this is what it's got to look like. Because if you put goals down there, I want to get straight A's in my exams. I want to be able to swim 2Ks without stopping, all those kind of things. They're the equivalent of materialistic goals. They're the equivalent of I want $2 million in my bank. I want a massive house with blah, blah, blah. And those things mean that what you're focused on is the end result as opposed to the experience that you're having day to day all the time. For me, the better thing, I was going to say my humble opinion, it's not humble, it's just my opinion, in my opinion, what works for me is going for the experience because I can have that experience every single day, every minute of the day. It's not limited to when I get to a particular place. Does that make sense? And so outcomes, goals, purposes, all of those kind of things, personally, for me, I wouldn't tell anybody to do that kind of thing other than, like I say, to get a goal, reverse engineer it, and then go, oh, great, so that's how you do it, but I don't necessarily want to do that. Right, how am I going to feel? I'm going to feel blah when I get this goal. That's how that goal is going to make me feel, so I'm going to bring that into my life now, and then I can move forwards. And it's the same purpose and all those kind of things fall into the same category as that. And they, like I said, I'm just repeating myself now, they're limiting. Go off your feelings. If you go off how it makes you feel, that job, that pay rise, how would it make you feel? That holiday, the exam results, how will you feel when you get those things? That's what you want it to be all about. For me, a long, long time ago, I took on the experience of being fun, love and laughter. And I guarantee whenever there's a conversation around me, there's a lot of laughter going on all the time. And when I say that to people, they go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's totally you. That's and when you take on that way of being, it kind of spreads to the people around you. It's great. It, it's something really interesting because you embody that and the people around you pick it up and also reflect that back at you. It's a really interesting concept. But it, having that kind of vision board, and I'm going to have to dig out one of my vision boards and I'll see if I can find it before. I might do a new one. I'll do a new one. And I might put it on uh, the web page that this goes with. I'll put a link to it. I'll do something anyway. And just having that vision board that to find your words, the words, like for me, fun, love and laughter. And have them written in places. You might want to put them on a4 notes, that piece of paper, just write them and have them there, put them on sticky notes, wherever, and just remind yourself every morning or have a sticky note on your laptop that that's who I am, your screensaver, whatever. And what experiences you want to have, have your, have your vision board rather than it, I hate those vision boards that have got like money things in there. It's just a bit tacky. Dude, you don't need to do that. What experience would lots of money bring you? Would it leave you with a sense of freedom and choice? 
would it leave you with a sense of fun? There's, there's lots of different things. And if you just aim for that experience, everything else kind of falls into place. It's kind of like the universe brings things in that are going to enhance that experience for you, stuff that you never even thought about. And I can tell you stories of the stuff we achieved when I was pregnant with Keely, actually, and I wasn't happy about being pregnant and I was terribly, terribly grumpy about the whole thing. And John and I were doing this real estate seminar. It was a long weekend real estate seminar. And for some reason, the idiot who was running it decided to run it over Mother's Day weekend. So I was pregnant with my fourth child and away from my children on Mother's Day weekend. And I was not happy about the whole thing. And I was whinging the whole weekend. John got sick of me. The last uh, exercise we had to do in the seminar was create a collage. And it was the first collage we'd ever done. And John left me, went over the far side of the room, said, can't hack you anymore, went and did his collage with somebody else. When we came back together, we both had pictures of this same house on our collages. We hadn't seen each other's collages till this point. And it was this massive house overlooking Perth, beautiful views across Perth, had an indoor pool. It was just huge. It was absolutely amazing. There were lights up the outside of it, just looked fantastic. And we did another personal development course the following weekend. Now that house there was our 10-year goal. It, it was a goal. This vision board was about creating goals, which was before I kind of cottoned on to the whole what you want to experiencing. And the following weekend, we did a personal development course and I was still having a bit, I, I was still a bit grumpy. I was grumpy for the entire nine months of the pregnancy. And I was getting annoyed on this weekend because I kept thinking about that house and I kept thinking, why do I have to wait 10 years to get that house. Like, this is just so not on. And I'd gone on about it all week to John. <laughs> he must have been so fed up with me. I don't want to wait 10 years for this house. Why do I need to wait 10 years for this house? And then we did this landmark personal development course and we came out of it and it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Tuesday evening. And then we came out of it on the Monday and we'd gone down to this place to a cafe and there was a real estate magazine that comes out in Perth and it's free. And we, we were walking past it and I did a double take because on the front page of this real estate magazine was a house. And at the time we were making money from renovating properties, buying them, doing flips, doing them up quickly and selling them on. And there was this house with views across Perth and an indoor pool, it was absolutely massive, 750 square metres, so what going on, 8,000 square feet, and it was a doer-upper. And the title on the pictures was Entrepreneur's Mansion, and that was the house we bought. We settled three months later on that house, and we bought it. That was a no-money-down we had vendor financing, part vendor financing on the house. So the owner left some money in it. And yeah, we moved into it three months later. So my 10 year dream, because I wanted the experience of living in that house, it wasn't the house itself. It was, and that was what I got clear in the week. I wanted the experience of living in a place like that, where I could sit and look across Perth, fantastic views, this massive house. Uh, with an indoor pool. So we did that place up. It was an eight bedroom, six bathroom, had two kitchens. 
And that was where the kids grew up. So I turned a 10-year goal into a three-month goal, and it took three months because of all the negotiations. But we found it a week later, which is pretty amazing. So and that was when I cottoned on to emotions and experiences are more important than actual goals because had we done the reverse engineering on that, we would have had to look at how much income we needed to create and how much we'd need to save and how many renovations we need to do, all of that. Now, just bang. You cut out all of that rubbish. So that's one of the, <laughs> I've done a few of the things like that, but that's one of the things that I've done to create what I want in my life. And I'm just realizing, as I'm saying this now, my video guy, he's got this goal for this year and I've not had this conversation with him. I apologize. Dude, we need to have this conversation or you listen to this and you go create your vision board about what you want based on what experiences you have and let's see what happens. There's a very specific thing he's got in mind and I'm so behind him to achieve it. Can't wait. So that, I reckon, is everything I want to say on that topic for today. Yeah, thanks again for listening. I would love to hear your feedback on this one because this one is a result of Keely saying to me last night, Mum, you need to share this kind of stuff. And I am a little bit wary of putting myself forward about this kind of thing because, yeah, everybody's got an opinion and I have my own. But I also appreciate everybody else's right to do things their own way. But this is the way I do it and this way it works for me. And I feel quite strongly about it too, to be honest with you, because I get really grumpy. And it's been a hideous experience having people tell me that there's something wrong with me because I haven't got a purpose or I haven't got a goal or I'm not doing something the way they should. Like, dude, stop, seriously. I'm not doing it wrong. I'm doing it in the way that works for me. This is the way that works for me. I am happy to give anybody any support that they want in, in, if you've got questions about this or you need a bit of clarification or you're unsure about it, please ask me. This is what works for me and I'm happy to share it. So I would love to have some feedback about this. And in the meantime, go do a vision board, do your the experiences you want to have and forget those goals kind of have them in mind sure but don't let them limit what you do mm, that's the other thing don't let goals I find quite limiting don't do that you can do way better if you let it go my opinion <laughs> which is always right right <laughs> have a lovely week If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving with some thought-provoking information that can make a difference in your life. See you next time.